There's this boat in the back. Nice right. on this. Of course, there's like logo stuff. Oh, I get it. You can see it. Right, so I'll stick. You, you want to do, um, you've got Instagram, you can either do your own one. Or well, my Instagram live. Yeah, just so people can ask uh, questions on it. Please stand it up against this. Keep yeah. going for more advertising. Already wearing a t-shirt. <laughs> Whoever just sent that package, send that at the best time. So that's the Box and Burn Facebook, Facebook. and then on your Instagram, right? And on my Instagram. Yeah. On your uh, Box and Burn Instagram. On the Box and Burn Gym Instagram. Oh, okay. Gym Instagram. Gym Instagram. This is what is known as Gym Instagram. <laughs> so guys, uh, this is Instagram Live. It's not going to be the biggest screen, but. Tune into the Facebook because it's on that proper. Right, so I've got our mics up. Right, let's roll. Glenn, thanks for joining me. Are we recording this as well? We're recording it. This is amazing. Get me on YouTube, uh, iTunes. It's going to be everywhere. Everywhere, viral. Worldwide. Viral by the end of the day. Look at all these people joining us. Nice. Okay, so. Happy um, Friday, everybody. Happy Friday. My day's been mad. I was covering Josh. I've got like no hands left. Yeah. Nice. Josh Pollitt is one of the trainers at the gym. Top lad. Yeah. It's, it's hard filling his shoes because his classes are pretty good. All right. So let's get cracking. Um, guys, this is our new little live Friday thing we do. It's called Boxing Talk. Uh, today I have Glenn Holmes. Do you want to start with your backstory, Glenn? Yeah. So I started, what, as, as far as training goes? Like, as, yeah, well. Yeah, so I've been with Fox and Burns since day one. Uh, when Tony and Kev first started looking for a gym, I'd already been helping them out for a few months doing group classes at Santa Monica Beach. That's where I met Tony and Kev. Tony actually uh, trained me for a few months before I started putting the mitts on. So he was, he was my trainer for a while. Um, I did a few sessions with him at a different gym in Santa Monica. And then once he officially retired, yeah. then he started doing group classes. And that's when I started helping him out with that. That's mad. Like, I remember the first time you said that. Like, that's how you met. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was weird. So, I mean, I've been emailed a few times before that about, uh, well, like maybe syncing up in Santa Monica because I know you've done some training camps with basketball fights out here. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I started helping him out with the group classes. and just getting paid a little bit each time and then I just I just saw it at the time as a big opportunity because all I wanted to do yeah was do something with with, uh, with uh, boxing I first came out here like, like 10 like 12 years ago and I worked in the music industry for a little bit just doing touring like office marketing job and then um, by that time I was just like just dying to do something with boxing I it. and then just fitness and training that's yeah, all I heard yeah. about that's all I wanted to do all that. that's all I watched all I read about all I did and I was like quickly realising like oh this is all I give a shit about yeah so then um, once I started helping Tony and Kev I was like well, I'm actually like uh, training people really you know? yeah yeah and then they were like oh we're going to get a gym and then uh, if we get a gym there might be some work for you in the gym just, oh, this is amazing. So it, just, it just got really exciting from the beginning, and then I've always just believed in them too. The you know the smart, passionate, yes. full of ambition, and like, I feel like I'm full of ambition as well. So once they started the gym, I was like always, just, I am full steam ahead with it. And then yeah, they, yeah, they look after me, and I've learned so much from them. So you know, it's kind of like it feels like my gym as well. Yeah, well, like you're investing just as much as them, like well, obviously not as much, but. You're investing all your time, all your energy. Yeah. And like everyone knows, like 
I, I just lo- I just love it. It doesn't feel like I'm like investing. I mean, I, I mean, I invest so much time into what I do, but yeah, it's because I want it. Well, yeah, you, if you weren't, you'd come here anyway to train, like. I know, right? Yeah. Like, if I wasn't working, out, if I wasn't working here, I'd be doing every class. So yeah. Just hanging out anyway. <laughs> That's how it started. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that kind of like like brings me like to like what I have next for me question like what's it been seeing the growth of BNB because like when I came in it, it's grown a lot since I joined like not many people have been here since day one so yeah, yeah. like you said you were on the on the books and then now it's the f- I remember the first ever class we did in here the reason we did a class in the gym was because we got the keys that day right yeah and we were supposed to do a class out on the park but it was raining out of the park. Yeah. So we were like, well, instead of doing it at the park, should we just go to the new gym? So we came here, opened up, and there was like 10 people in the class or whatever. And I remember uh, the front door of the gym was open. And as we were walking, doing the warm up, it was just like pissing down with rain. It was like heavy rain. It was like, it's a good job we got this gym. We would have had to cancel the class. <laughs> that one day a year, like it rains and everything. Yeah, yeah. So uh, just to, to answer your question about the growth of it, it's just. It, it's hard to like take a step back and see where it was then and where it is now and, and be like, holy shit, because you're just in it day to day. Yeah. And you just, you, without really noticing it, stuff's progressing and changing all the time and growing. And you kind of take it in your stride a little bit. But if you do take that step back and think about where we were in day, at day one and that very first class, compared to what it is now, it's absolutely mind-blowing. And it's such a short space of time, too. It's only, what five and a half years in we yeah. celebrated the fifth anniversary and to have two gyms in two really highly competitive markets in Brentwood and San Michael to have the amount of staff that we've got um, you know, they, they still, still have consistently yeah. good classes that have got weight lists and, uh, you know, keep, keep doing all the other stuff that we're doing with it as far as like podcasting and um, you know Facebook lives and yeah. you know like trainers doing their own vlogs and it's just it's amazing. It's, I love, I love, I'm very proud of it. To put it that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like there's always something. You know, there's there's a lot of gyms popping up um, around us that are similar, but there's always something going in. Like I walked into Brentwood the other day. There's a camera crew, like Tony's there. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it's another another day in like Oxford. Something crazy is happening. I've I've always wanted to, to do a a, uh, a real life documentary, like yeah. a reality documentary on this gym because. The amount of stuff that's happened in five years, you'd be like, you wouldn't believe it. You'd be like, yeah. no, not a chance of that. No, not a chance of that. Like, so many crazy stories. And I'm like, if there's only a film crew filming this, it was a weekly episodic yeah, television yeah. show. It was a reality show. I think it would just be one of the most popular TV shows there is. Because people wouldn't feel, like, they wouldn't believe it. It's crazy. <laughs> just like high profile people coming in. And, yeah. You know, just like crazy stuff. It's good. It's mad, like, you know, you're like, you've got a high profile person coming in. And literally two minutes later, you have a whole world, like a music. Yeah. <laughs> That's LA though, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, yeah. You got like a, a homeless person sleeping next to a Bentley. <laughs> yeah. That's so true. So then, um, a lot of people ask questions like we'll get to later, but um, how something that stemmed off is that whole academy and obviously your co-creator, co-owner. Yeah. How so, are you about that? Yeah, so anyone who doesn't, know about the academy or is unfamiliar with what it is. It's basically a certification course that myself, Tony and Pep started three years ago when we started thinking about the idea of like training up trainers and starting our own version of like a certification course. There's nothing really out there for boxing and fitness. I mean there's plenty of certifications for strength and conditioning and speed and agility and performance and all that kind of stuff and personal training. But there was nothing really like boxing specific that anyone had like really put out. There's a couple, but they weren't that great. Yeah. Uh, so we were like, okay, well, we, we're doing pretty well with like the network and our bottom classes. Um, let's start thinking about how to teach other trainers to do this and then start our own course. And then at first we were maybe a little bit hesitant, like, oh, well, maybe we'll start, uh, you know, creating competitions. But it never really worked like that. People just wanted to learn like yeah, household yeah. mitts and then. That's another example of something that's just growing like crazy. We're just constantly improving it. And fast forward three years, think about where the first academy course was compared to where it is and all that. That thing is going really well. Yeah, yeah we've got yeah. big plans with it. We just launched it as an online certification. So if anyone is interested in teaching boxing and fitness, 
you can go on boxingbrainacademy.com and you can take the sign up for the online course, do it in your own time. You, you submit videos, answer questions, kind of go through like an online exam, and then uh, yeah, you can get boxing brain level one certified online now. And then we have dates all over the country. We're going international this year. Global this year. Teaching this course, yeah. <laughs> And yeah. the, the main thing for me is just to add as much value to that as I can. So like, if I was on the other end and I was trying to take a boxing fitness certification course, what would I want out of it? So yeah. That's how I tend to think that. What would I want? All right, I'd want this, I'd want that, I'd want this. How much would I want to pay? What, what would I want it to give me? So I just try and add all that to what we offer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? So, um, yeah, it's, it's going really well. And people love the course. Like when we go out and teach, and we just came back from Chicago recently, a week ago, actually, and then, the feedback at that one was amazing and people always love it. Yeah, it's going, yeah. It's going good. Yeah, Wait, I, I love doing it. Orlando's next, right? Yeah. I feel Much. like tagged in yeah, campus, so. like, can't wait for boxing man guys to come back. Yeah. I love it if you were there already. When you guys go there again, you've already got, like, people that are dying for level two. Yeah. 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 Oh, I see. Just getting interrupted here. Hook your head and say hello. Special guest. Surprise. Hey. Steve, stop three minutes, man. Go. Yeah, the top three mitmen in Boston Burns. Top three mitmen. I was seeing him once. A kanji. 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 Sad show, Bob. What, like, be serious or do you want, like. Yeah, be serious. We're just going off topic here. Yeah. Just because you came in. Jesus Christ. Are we allowed to swear? Yeah. Yeah. I think you're definitely big, man. I think, man. Are we looking at the top three right now? Yeah, that'll do. Yeah, that'll do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you better kick you out of this podcast. Hey, the only reason we set this thing up just to blow smoke up our ass. Just make ourselves feel a bit better. So, yeah, back to the academy. Um, yeah, a lot of people, we might as well get to it now, are saying, like, is there going to be a level three? When is level three? Not right now. No, like, we've got, we've got level one, we've got level two, it's a bit more advanced network. Um, the next step is taking the level two online. So we're, long, we're in the process of that, shooting too far away, a couple of months. Yeah. You'll be able to get both uh, certification courses online. Then um, after that, we're just going to be adding a ton of um, uh, video content to the site and just offering, opening up the education to people who aren't certified as well. So you'll yeah. be able to get education, but you don't necessarily have to be certified. But the certification courses and the whole education portal as well. So yeah. we'll be rolling out more details on that over the next few months. But hopefully by summer, towards the end of this year, there'll be like way more stuff coming there. Yeah. But we've just got a lot of work to do on it. And we're travelling a lot too. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, like... it's a full-time job in itself. Yeah. squeeze that in on top of all the private training and group classes. Yeah, yeah. Doing, you know, yeah, because you've got like jobs making videos, video assessments, designing curriculum. But well, I think if you're true in a level three right now, like you vote like people have one and two. You also need they need to spend time like progressing that and making right. it, like yeah, yeah. Know, getting better at level one and two. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's that's the beauty of it. If you set your foundation to level one, yeah. And then you've never had any boxing experience before, then don't practice that for weeks and months, perfect all that, and then yeah. you take a level two. The good thing about level two is I mean, it's hard to describe, but like you understand, like it, it opens up an, an entire uh, like creative yeah. world of boxing and fitness. So once you've done level two, you're like, ah, I get it. Yeah. It opens up like patterns and kind of laws and rules for boxing, yeah. where then you can take that and just get make it as you creative can, yeah. as you want. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so once you get the system down to level two and you see it how it all works yeah. out of that course. Then you can kind of run with it, so that's why I feel like there's not really need that much need for level three. Yeah, because yeah, level two is like I I think a huge step. So one is like okay, how to teach them the basic punches. Mm. Two is all about okay how you make it flow. Yeah. Like those little rules about slip and roll and counters, and how to get your client to understand that. And yeah, yeah. You can see it whatever way you want. Yeah, them. Okay, so um. I know a lot of people kind of left a few questions as well. Like, it's no secret that you have a really cool, high-profile client list. You know. I try. Yeah. <laughs> well, I wish I could take a choose. Your name is getting out there for good reasons and like for the right reasons. So, how does it feel like to be 
you know, you're getting to share your passion with people you admire. Yeah. And they're coming to you like you're like, you know, usually when you see someone you admire, you're like, oh my God, and you think they're above you. And they're coming to you. I know, they right? respect you. So yeah, yeah. Cool. How does that feel? It, it, it's, it is weird. It's like, it takes yeah. a while to get to that point. Like the first few times I've seen people that were, I, was, I looked up to, they were like big inspirations from growing up musicians and, and whoever, and boxers or whatever. And then, yeah. Like first couple of times, like, you know, it's like, you can't, you got to treat people like anybody. You know what I mean? You can't go into a session with somebody's high profile and kind of like let them go and be like intimidated or like, oh, whatever like that. You've got that. It, 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 it will put those people off. Yeah, if you yeah. just treat them like everybody else, they want to be treated like normal people. So the more you can be relaxed around them and treat them like normal people, then it's the art. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they really, that gives you, that, they really respect you for that. Uh, and then same with anybody else, whether it's just some guy from right down the street who works with it's kind of like the, my main my mentality going into that session is exactly the same is just make sure they have fun and they get a good workout and that you're nice to them and that you're like you and they'll, they'll, they'll want to come back and they'll want to train with you and they'll have that respect for you so, yeah yeah but yeah definitely tricky because the people that i train like i look up to them and then it took me a while to realize like, i was always Feel like I was trying to prove, like, oh, I'm a trainer, please stick with me. I'm a trainer, please stick with me. I love it for the training regularly, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then, like, we've been training with you for like a year regularly, and you still have you're that still like... humility, and you're like, oh, yeah. please stay with me, you know? And then it's only after a while, after a long time, you start to think, like, oh, they really respect me, like, what I'm doing, you know what I mean? So they, they like, kind of look up to you in a way for a guy yeah, who's yeah. on stuff like boxing, fitness, and training, nutrition, diet, all that. Uh, like you said, like they respect you and they they're confident. You know what That just that just builds confidence too. Like okay, someone like that level who's successful in their field, they're, they're putting their trust and their hard earned money and time into training with you and texting you questions about what should I be eating, what are you doing, should I try this gym, should I go here, um, I'm, I'm poor, should I be doing this when I'm not working for training? You know what I mean, like. All these different questions and conversations you have based around like training and fitness and diet and all that, they're you're kind of their source for that. Yeah. And so yeah. then it's like obviously they've put a lot of trust and respect into you to get to that point where they can just be like, oh, I'll text Glenn, see what he can do. Yeah. Yeah, you always say, um, like training is not a one hour session. Like prove mm. yourself to them that like you're, like be more than the hour. Text yeah. me anytime. Yeah, yeah. Have yeah. advice, have people you can. You know, the, you know the way I look at it, right? I just think this industry and this job, this role, yeah. is really important. It's a huge responsibility. And I just think, like, my main thing is to build relationships with people. Yeah. And long-lasting relationships, like, lifetime relationships. Like, I want to have a relationship with everybody that I train who's uh, put their trust in me and came really good money to, for my time. I want to make that. I, I take that seriously, and I want to build a relationship with those people that last for the rest of their life. I want to be training, or maybe not even hands-on training, but still be guiding them and mentoring them or whatever. If I'm not the hands-on person training, but yeah. still be a source of support for them when they're like 75. You know? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Just yeah. like, to me, it's a lifelong thing. It's not just something that stops. It's like, oh, I'm going to do some boxing fitness for a couple of months to learn, and I'm going to do something else. Or, <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, not a my, trend. My goal is to build lifelong relationships with people. It just happens to be that uh, boxing and fitness is what has brought us together in, into that that, uh, that relationship, and it's just that that's what it's, that's what uh, starts it. And then it over time you start to realise, okay, he can put me in touch with um, a nutritionist. He can put me in touch with someone who's got who does physical therapy. He can refer me to uh, an acupuncturist. He can tell me which gym to go to when I'm in London. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. I just try and arm myself with as much. Yeah, I think especially like compared to where we're from, like everything in America is like everyone is a business. Like mm. when I was like a clientele, yeah. like brought the dogs to the dog room and they're like you don't go in and take whoever's there, like you get given a tra like you 
got clients and he's it's so strange. Like yeah, yeah. you just chat to that groomer rather than to the store. Yeah. Everyone has like clients. Is that uh, yeah. one Jay Z quote where he says, I'm not a businessman, I am a business man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's like you start to, when I start to see myself as a business it took like a good year or two of just like at first it was just like I've got to do a session, I'm gonna do a session, what am I gonna do? focus on the session, focus on the session. Yeah. Now it's like I'm really like uh, experienced in doing sessions. So it's like I can just kinda of do that with my strides and program and all that. It's like how how do I look at it as a whole picture and start seeing myself as a business and what else can I offer? And the bottom line is just offer as much value as much to, to that person as you can. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. So then like to, to go on from there, um what is kinda You like, you know, doing these podcasts, I'll do a weekly one, and then it kind of lets you have yeah. Is there anything you kind of, like you said, like your yeah. business, but yeah. you have your one to one hour, you know, that's good. Yeah. Is there any sort of side projects where you just got no time for side projects? Uh, I've always got something going on, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, Academy is huge. To me, I feel like I've got five jobs in one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So I have, yeah, the academy's huge right now, it's taking so much of my time. If I'm not in the gym training people, or traveling to uh, off-site training people, I'm uh, working on academy stuff. So like, that's, you know, any spare time I have, it's on academy. Uh, and then any spare time that's not behind the computer, or I take a meeting to academy, it's traveling with the academy. Uh, my, my goal, I think, uh, over the next yes. maybe like 12 months or so, we're probably to try and start switching my ratio a bit. So right now I'm probably like 75% private training, maybe 25-30% of my time academy. Yeah. Uh, and then whatever else is left is working for the gym, I'm building this, I'm doing a lot of stuff with Nike right now as well, which is um, And then podcasting and training and stuff like that. Yeah, right now you're very one-sided. Yeah. So I'd say my goal over the next year or so is to kind of shift that a little bit, maybe yeah. get to like majority of my time spent with Well, as well, I think, like you said, like you're the perfect person to build relationships for the gym with, like if you build a Nike, and from like a Nike trainer, and like pulling in those sort of brands, yeah. or, like less hands-on, more like, yeah, yeah. pulling in like. That's what I want to do too. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've been doing hands-on stuff and racking like forty nowadays for like six years straight. Yeah. And with boxing and fits, it's not like you stood there with a stopwatch. No. You know what I mean? You're like in there with it. Yeah. Getting your hands punched in a bit, it's highly like, physical and intense and you gotta focus on looking after your body and staying healthy. And then at the same time you get sick with it earning money. Yeah. You know, so you've gotta work to earn money. So the more you work, the more you work. Uh, so that's more kind of where I've been doing for like, yeah, for like 60 years, I want to start working smarter. I do work hard, but I want to start working a little bit like smarter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A huge blog about this topic, and it's big in my mind at the minute. And the reason I wrote this blog is because it's... Yeah. And I use a blog to fuel my own um, ambition or where or how yet but it's kind of <laughs> it's written but it's going along this topic of like yeah. uh, managing your time and working smart enough. sometimes like when you write a blog that you, you're passionate about right now there's a lot in it sometimes you start it and you steer off all these ways like no I've got to like there's almost two or three blogs in here yeah 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 I get it, that yeah um, it's interesting because we were in Chicago last weekend and me and Tony were in Uber <laughs> like nearly three hours right? Um, yeah, we were, we had to go like one hour one way, one hour back the other way, and one hour back the other way, right? So we ended up Uber, Uber. And then this the woman that was driving said, uh, like, this has got to be your biggest Uber ever, right? The most you've made Uber ever. Yeah. And then she said something like, oh, I, I, I work my ass off and I'm thinking, like, yeah, most people are like, hard work. Last week, I, I, uh, I drove for like nearly seven hours straight. Make two hundred dollars, and she was like really excited about it, right? Yeah. Me and Tony like went because we were waiting for the number. She's like, I dropped like seven hours. Make 
grind and grind. Why, why am I actually doing that? Is it so I can like go buy a Range Rover or uh, you know go on holiday or whatever? No, not really. It's just so that I can afford bring to have good school and have decent clothes and yeah, yeah, and, and be the best I can be to give it pass on my knowledge. Yeah, but that's yeah. my main purpose and reason for doing it. Kind of like what you said. Um, if you train this hour right now and take that cash. Oh yeah, I'll buy some nice runners, right? I'll break But the money you make to invest in him, yeah. he can go off and do amazing things. Yeah. He's got like the financial score and good school and yeah, you know, yeah. good style like I'm way more future driven than I used to be. I yeah, used to go yeah. like ah fuck future, whatever. <laughs> I'm only here for an hour, I might die tomorrow. You changed a lot still, when you were born, yeah. yeah. I'm still I'm still a little bit like that, you know, like yeah. for now. Have a good day today and just think about today and tomorrow and focus on what's immediately ahead. Yeah. But there's always a little long term picture going on in the background. If it comes to, I'd say, like taking a risk, you know, maybe not. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to be as wild. Yeah, yeah. Still live for today, but like, oh, hold on. So, uh, Shark wanted to know what's your top three quality, qualities as a fitness trainer? My top three qualities. What I see in myself or what I would look for in somebody else? I'd say your opinion on what is the best. Uh, if what I was hiring a trainer. Yeah. 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 Well, what would you look for? I think the first thing is like, I have to like them. Yeah. You know, like, I have to be able to get on with them and like the personality and be like compatible. That's one thing that I really got excited about when I first started training Tony because I had like two or three boxing coaches before that. Yeah. People who put in good fights and stuff. I was just like, right, it's good, but I'm like, I'm not really like excited and enjoying yeah, it. You yeah, know yeah. I mean? That like, chemistry is hugely I mean, important. And I respected and valued their, yeah. their uh, sessions and stuff. They were like great trainers. And I learned a lot from them. But it wasn't like I would show up to the gym and I'm laughing and banter and yeah, somebody yeah. was on my way. But and then when <laughs> I found out Tony was doing it, I was like, wow, I can't see training with someone who's like, and like get me it's the humor it's such a big different place yeah. like we always say it like, and then just talks about boxing or whatever you know like, so yeah i think i was the first thing someone i can get along with in life and like, the second thing is uh is it gonna be challenging am i gonna get put through on my faces and be like wow that's an amazing workout right? yeah and then three probably some like that assurance that this person really knows their shit and that i can pick their brains on stuff or learn from them um, are they going to educate me in some way or another? I'm going to learn something out of it. Yeah. I've got a trainer now. Uh, Moses is at the gym. He takes the, he runs the hip classes here, and that's exactly uh, how I think about when I train with him. It's like, I get on with him great. You know, like we're really like similar as far as like philosophy on training and how I approach it all. Two, it's always a really hard challenging workout. And three, I always learn from him. Yeah. I always learn like uh, something about whatever we're working on and show me and teach me something I'm like, I didn't think of it that way, you know, like, now I'm thinking of it this way, why are we doing this yeah, 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 right. So I, I learned from it, we took each other's brain, those are probably the top three yeah. I trained with it. And then I try and do that myself too, so if I'm training someone, I try and apply those, those top three. So, yeah, I think they're actually yeah. a huge important, like, you can be the best trainer in the world and, and have great knowledge, but if the person doesn't enjoy getting in the car and coming like motivation yeah, is a huge thing anyway yeah. so. like i could have like five phds anatomy and physiology and sports science i don't know yeah. whatever physiology biology i have all these degrees coming on my arms right but then they come in and i'm like okay we're going to uh hinge and force drive the angle i want you to build that for the next five minutes yeah yeah just like the most boring person ever, and then the person's going, uh, Did you go out this week and you like, concentrate? You know what I mean? If you're like that kind of person, you just can't hold down a conversation or a, a, like, a social conversation, then, yeah. Like, especially in this town, where it's full of people just like, who yeah. are living, you yeah. know, living hard, you know. So, yeah, that's the other one thing, be likable, you know. Knowledge and all that will come from what we've heard, you know. Yeah, yeah. You don't have it already. Once you have a bit, like, not a bit knowledgeable. Not always about the biggest credentials. Yeah. Like, like, you know, With that said, though, if you want to succeed and you want high profile clients and you want like athletic yeah. stuff, then you've got to know your shit. You know I mean? yeah, you've got yeah. to be good. You've got to always be willing to like learn, grow, grow, grow. 
that's one thing I went there with. I was like, okay, I'm gonna if I don't really start learning about this or that, I'm gonna be stuck with these types of things. Yeah. If I don't start learning about that, I'm gonna be stuck with these types of things. You know I, mean? I just relied on my boxing knowledge at the beginning. Yeah. I just don't think we want to so like, we start? We start. Okay, if I'm doing this video, I'm just boxing, boxing, boxing. And then I'd see other trainers doing like other stuff. And I'd be like, Something I didn't like, or I didn't get along with, or you know, didn't 
I got some good laughs. I wouldn't want to train them, it would pay off. And, yeah, yeah. And there's been people that I'm like, oh, I'm not, we're not really, I'm not really right for you to train or, or don't really see where I'm coming from. And, and it's kind of like you attract what you are a little bit. Yeah, so like yeah, all my, yeah. all the people I train are really skinny and like long and like. You need a tattoo to the same music. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But it's true though, I try, like with people that train me have got that kind of body type and they, they've, they've said to me before, like I train with you because you've got my kind of body type. Yeah. I want to train like how you train. Yeah, so they, they know you look. know what it means. What it's like to say yeah, yeah. yeah. If I got some big biceps and one of massive chest, biceps yeah. the size of me, you know, I'd be like, well, I could probably do it, but I don't really want to. You could probably find somebody like, yeah, yeah. that's going to fit in a way better than and then that also comes back to it. If it's weird, it's like, why is this guy feeling so skinny? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it looks straight, like people won't even be like, that's so strange. But then it, it, that also kind of comes back to it. If you've got a client, you're like, no, we're not, we're not really. Like, I can train you, but like, you know, it's really like, it's just pure business. Like, your hour could be well more spent, like you know, invested. Invested in somebody. Yeah, and there's going to be a million people that can train this guy. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. it's like, yeah. I, I've been doing that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, Joe Buckner, yeah. he asked the question was, um, how do you prioritize who you'll train and who you won't? Do you train or pass on clients? Like, you just don't want to listen and follow your program. So, with that, he also kind of said, he has a guy that's like, he's like, right. Do this, kind of do that, eat this on the weekend, just like yeah, yeah. move around a bit. Yeah. And the guy's like, nah, I'll do my own thing. So, so here's the thing when you get someone like that, this is what I've learned, right? There's different types of people. Yeah. You have to be able to like be, it's just basically it's social stuff. Social stuff. You start off with this, say someone who needs to lose 60 pounds, right? So from the start, you're like, first couple of sessions, I want to do this, 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 I'm going to be more social. Super serious, and then you realize after a while, like they're not really like that, they're not serious. But they are in here, but like not actually. But when they come in for the session, that's their hour to switch off and enjoy it, switch the pads, or you know, blast the roaring machine, or whatever they want to do. They really enjoy being around you for an hour. But then like, you text them the next morning and say, did you recover well, or what you eating today? And they're like, they, and they're not as responsive to you when they're not in the gym. Then, there's only so much you can do. Yeah. What you're going to do, bounce down to their house and like, like, put the veggies out there. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, you're not going to be a Nazi about it. Yeah. But, so you just realize like, some, some people are going to hang on to every word that you say and do everything that you tell them to do because they want it. Many people don't really want it 100%, but if they want to play an entire session with each other three times a week, yeah, yeah, and yeah. That's fine. You know I mean? I'll, I'll give you my time. If you want to come in and smash some into the last board yeah, for an true. hour, you want to pay for my time. Yeah. You're not bothered about anything else. Yeah. That's what you went to do. It's like, take it what it is. It's fine. Take it what yeah. it is. Yeah. But if you want to come in. Exactly. I think it's therapy. Yeah. Uh, Lorna just asked a question. She said, uh, from a business client relations perspective, if you need to increase your rate, but you've had clients for a while, they all rate. How would you approach it? That's good. You always advise what, what this. <laughs> Slap down your new price and tell the video now. So, I, I've rarely put up my rate with somebody who's on a certain rate and then said, okay, this is my rate now, you're going to have to pay this or else you're not going to be on Never really done that. But here's a tip if you do have somebody on a lower rate, um, I'd say the first goal would be to try and get them in more, right? So the people that are on my lower rate aren't training with me once a week. They're training with me like four times a week. So overall, I'm getting like more out of that, that uh, person and client. And then another tip, that person who is on, is on the lower rate, make sure that they're aware that they're on your lower rate, that the regular rate is worth more than what they're paying. So they really value being uh, your client on your lower rate, right? So, however you want to do that, maybe it's up to you. Um, you've got to try and make it clear that this isn't my regular rate, I'm at a higher rate. And people are on my lower rate and all that, so they really value. Would you mention, or is it like this might sound so bad, but if you get to a point where you're so busy, you're 
and and like you can train someone for almost you know a lot more than that other person right? yeah you know it's almost not to pass them off or not uh, if they're so busy it's more about time management yeah. rather than like just not getting them in or passing them off so if i've got someone coming in at a regular rate but i've got nothing for it yeah i'll be like all right i can get you in at this time say that they're going to come in at eight o'clock place on the lower rate but it's going to eight o'clock but i've got all right see that someone my, my my highest rate is training with me at eight o'clock for schedule right and then somebody who's on my lower rate who's been training me for four years wants to come in at eight o'clock i'll say can't do eight, but I can do seven. You want to do seven? Like, all right, great. Oh, I can't do seven. All right, no problem. Well, we can do tomorrow or whatever. Fit it in where you've got a little bit more of a window. Yeah, so, yeah, okay, yeah. Um, so that, and, and it, just, it, it just comes down to is it, is it, you know, it's very special, but is it really worth it? I'm going to get up about an hour earlier just to squeeze that extra session in. If it's somebody you really value the relationship with, who's yeah. benefited you in terms of like you post about it and Instagram with them and they're just really good doing it and they're posting about you or they've given you a client and they've referred you to their best friend recently or uh, they've got a big following on social media or something like that then yeah it'll go good and beyond some content it's not always about the yeah, yeah, yeah. so sometimes you've got a huge following on Instagram and you're like oh, they might be paying more, but I'll be like, oh, just uh, we'll do an hour later. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. So move that around to get that person in. Even though they might be on a lower rate, that's a person that's really valuable to some other areas because they'll post that on social media or they'll refer to you. Or, you know, like you know, exactly, it's an investment in another way. Though. Right, exactly. Yeah, so there's yeah. value to certain clients other than just what the dollar rate they're at. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Yeah. My first client ever is Rachel. Yeah. She's on like my first rate ever, which like yeah. I wouldn't even wait for that now sort of thing. Yeah. But she refers me loads of clients in the gym, sends me like like she's linked up with she's people. Yeah, exactly. Three year old. I've never, never used that's it. Example. Yeah. That's somebody that yeah. you're just never gonna say like, oh my baby's gone. Yeah, like, yeah. It's just, it's just like a bit of a dicky thing to say. Yeah. Hopefully that answers your question. <laughs> going off on one of the videos. I would talk about shit on there, wouldn't it? So here's the question, right? What do you think about fighters and lifting weights, if you agree on it, in and out of camp? What, type, what types are we like when a fighter focuses on the camp? Weights for fighters is very important. So this is kind of the old school thought was, oh, if I lift weights, I'm going to get big. It's going to slow me down. I'm not going to get snappy and explosive. I'm going to be heavier. That's like complete nonsense, old school uh, mentality. If you want to be faster and more explosive, right, you need more muscle mass to recruit from, right? So the more strength training you get, the more muscle fibers you put onto your body. Right? The more you've got to recruit from to be explosive. So it's just about balancing like that with the level of energy system development. So, like, um, it's not a case of like heavy shit slow down. It's about building smart muscle, it's about building explosive muscle. Um, and, 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 like the weight doesn't really make a difference if that makes sense. It's not like you're going to be still doing like 100 pounds uh, dumbbells weight. Right? That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like smart strength training where you're working for strength endurance and you're lifting heavy weight and explosive. That's, that's what I'm talking about. So yeah, if you're, if you're a fighter, uh, weight training and strength training is uh, hugely important. I think that's like really old school training to just be like, just boxing, yeah. like you just bar, you're hitting the bags, like yeah. there's never a way to go. Yeah, and yeah. you know, they did just be like, oh, you can only do body weight, I don't want to put any too much muscle on your body. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 Uh, I'm to, yeah, to, like, myself, my lips, so, like, my, bomb, my yeah. takes me, like, 
Do you have any books you can recommend that would aid a fighter in any way, such as nutrition, working out, and mindset? Uh, sorry for all the questions. Don't be real personal. Yeah, more questions. Yeah. 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 Not necessarily for fighters, but it's great for nutrition, working out, and mindset. It's called Beyond Training, which is by a friend of mine called Ben Bluefield. He's got a huge uh, fitness podcast as well. Check his podcast out, Ben Bluefield yeah. Fitness. But the book that he released a couple of years ago called Beyond Training is just a great overall snapshot of everything that you kind of should be doing. And it's only a pretty short book, but it just sums everything up quite perfectly. You know, like from sleep to recovery to speed training, strength training, just this is your overall picture of everything. It's a really good. Yes, he is a fighter. <laughs> oh, he's a fighter. Okay, yeah. nice. Uh, for nutrition specifically, uh, try Deep Nutrition by Kate Shanahan. She's the uh, nutritionist for the LA Lakers. Um, and there's so much I hope you information. I've gone really into depth about DNA and how the diet is DNA. Yeah, that's really good. There's plenty of podcasts about that. Yeah. Well, if you want to, because we're going to log off in a second, but if you want to go and give your uh, website, Instagram, anything at all, where people can follow you. I've been blogging uh, consistently now for the last few months. Yeah. Those all get posted at glenholmes.net. I try and share them on my Instagram as well. Uh, if you go to glenholmes.net and post my blog, uh, all my blogs. On there, so talking about training, benefits, boxing, trying to nutrition, and stuff like that. Yeah. Mindset, all that kind of stuff. Like uh, the whole, yeah, it's right, whatever. Yeah. I'm thinking about it. That's the main thing. So, uh, stamina through nutrition. That's a, a, little, a little bit. Uh, so, like, you'll see in pre workouts a lot, and I'm not a huge fan of pre workouts, but arginine. Uh, is a big one for stamina and endurance. It's a, what's called a basal diabetes, so the most of all the capillaries and blood vessels for increased blood flow. Uh, it's just an amino acid, and yeah. you can supplement with arginine. And I think over time, if your body uh, starts to use the arginine more, that might improve the stamina over time. Um, I probably have to look into the studies and then look to see what the effects are on actual stamina. It's probably it's not there, but, um, that's the first one I think they probably argue more than you guys can remember. And then I'd say, you're saying through nutrition, yeah, that's specifically for the amino acids. Um, a fat adapted diet is great for uh, stamina. You know, like if you're just training for endurance, you're doing something to, like a long distance uh, run or half marathon, marathon endurance training, yeah. fat adapted. And then the flip side, if you're doing short, intense, high explosive movements, something like boxing, sprints, speed, agility work, then get your life. I've got one last question before we have to hit. Yeah. If you never moved to LA, what would you be doing back home? Be <laughs> <laughs> I definitely look about 50 years old. Uh, it's a good question. I don't know. I, I love to see, like, you know, what you like. There's no way I could have settled for, like, just an average job or something. Like that. Yeah. I don't know. I definitely wouldn't have the. Uh, the I don't think the opportunities would like. Not. I don't know. Yeah. I can't even think about it. It'd be cool it. if you could, like, see what it would be like. And yeah. I probably would have ended up in the city. I'm from Blackburn, which is a, a small town in the northwest. Yeah. Super old industrial town. And it's about 30 minutes from Manchester. And every weekend I'd be getting a train to Manchester just because I wanted to be in the city. Yeah, so I'd, I'd probably be a bit based in Manchester or London. Definitely be based in the city. Maybe something would be different. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
like what we always say is find something you do for free and then you, and you figure it out and you yeah. go, like you get paid. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Thanks for coming in. Alright, thanks yeah. for having us, Pez. Thanks everyone for tuning in. There's we'll definitely have you again. There's a lot of information inside here and obviously a lot of people are asking a lot of questions here. And if I make the course, can I come with the family? Yeah, of course you can. Let me know. Send me a message. Yeah. Yep. Nice one, Glenn. Thanks, everyone. Peace out. Peace out. <laughs> I might keep that on there. Yeah. Can you get on there? You can keep that on there. Yes. Oh, and then share. There you go. Yeah. Good questions coming in here. Not pretty in detail. Like though. real questions. Yeah. And this too. Sometimes it takes a while for it to get going. Like, 